Bobby Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. Let's go! Do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. This show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evenings live fire fun and frivolity show. If you want to ask questions here this evening, if you want to know how to follow the show and get in contact, here's how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Follow us on all the social media channels at BBQ Central Show. And be sure to subscribe to the show podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, TheBBQCentralShow.com. And here's what's happening in case you get the newsletter. And I want a little light on guests on purpose, considering what I was battling with last week. Didn't know where we were going to be at this week. So in an effort to not have to cancel on a whole group of people, I left it 50% booked in hour number one and hour number two and 50% open in hour number one, hour number two. On the open side, I have things that I can get to. But on the guest side, coming up in about 12 minutes from now... He will be a monthly guest as we are in 2023. The founder of cookoutnews.com, Wes Wright, will join us for the first time. Now, he's in the bonus week right now in January. However, in February, he will assume what will be his monthly spot, third Tuesday of the month, and that's looking like 35 past the hour in the first hour. Again, that will be Wes Wright. 35 past the hour, third Tuesday of every month going forward. As long as he wants to do it, as long as he's in business, all that fun stuff. And Wes is on location, so we'll figure out where the hell he's at. And then there are plenty of things to dig into as it relates to the business of barbecue, cookers, the new stuff that's being released. So Wes Wright, at least 14 past. We might stretch on over from there, depending on where we're at content-wise. After West, depending on how much time we have left, as I had mentioned just a few minutes ago, we will have an open segment. I have plenty of stuff to talk about, things to show you, stories to tell, regale you with nonsense, fun and frivolity. I almost forgot my secondary tagline there. So if you want to weigh in at any point during the open segment of the first hour, please join me through the social medias or through email greg at the bbq central show.com then we'll move to the second hour 
doubling up from last week. He did compete this past weekend, and that's why he's on. At the San Antonio Rodeo, the pitmaster of rogue cookers, Doug Scheiding, will join us to recap the weekend, how he did, where his big wins came, and where he might have left some points on the table. We'll recap all of that. Plus, we'll pull it out, and that sounded weird to say out loud. We'll pull back a little bit and then allow Doug to do his embedded correspondent take on the event, talk about some of the high-level things that he thought went well at the event that didn't go well. I think San Antonio has really stepped up its popularity, really trying to become that close secondary or small little brother to the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. So... We'll get Doug's take on San Antonio, how he did as a team, and then we'll talk about the event itself, and then whatever time we have left after Doug, again, open segment. So more fun, more frivolity, more hijink shenanigans, and tomfoolery. You are invited to take part in that as well through emails and social media if you want, or instant chats on Facebook and YouTube. By the way, if you're watching on Facebook and you see the title of the show, Fear not, we are doing it live here we'll this it evening. Live. It is January 31st and 5 after 9 p.m. Eastern. I didn't update the streaming portion of that to get the right title up, so it shows that Bob Trudnak is going to be on here shortly. This is not a repeat of last week. Trust me, you'd be able to tell. Not only am I wearing different clothes, I sound magically better, and I'll talk to you about that at some point here during the show. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Snapchat. We say good evening to those of you watching the show tonight through one of our video streaming platform partners. You can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show to watch. Also, you can take in the show via YouTube slash RD Rempy. And of course, we do have a new poll this week. Many of you weighing in already. The question of the week is this Have you ever cured egg yolks? 86% of you currently saying no, you have not cured egg yolks, but 14% of you, if you couldn't do the math off the 86, 14% of you said you have cured egg yolks, and there is something going on with egg yolks. This very moment, in the last 48 hours, it blew my mind. I happened to see it at the same time as Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, who we missed last week, who is or at least appears to be healing very well, especially if you were following him on social media through his Instagram because he's still throwing up Instagram reels like it's going out of style. His voice sounds much better, so I believe we'll see him back here in February as he continues to churn out the videos. But we saw things at the same time. Did you realize, I didn't even know this was a thing, one of the most annoying things is separating yolk from egg. You have the little gimmick things you crack the egg into you give it a shake or you crack it in your hand give it a shake it appears and i didn't know this but it's worked i saw it on video and then of course question everything that you see on the internet through video unless it's porn do it yourself put it to the test real world factual experience john cracked an egg in a bowl reached in with his fingers and just pulled the yolk out stuck it in a separate container. Did you know that? You can do it. You can crack an egg in a bowl and you can just pull the yolk out with your fingers. Just pinch it. Throw it in another container. You can start curing egg yolks by the young dozens if you should see fit. Without a lot of strenuous BS activity, jiggling it around and 
all these other mechanical stuff. So who knew? But John has proven that that's a thing. It's up on his Instagram reels right now. So if you don't believe me, check him out. Those are his hands taking an egg right out of the bowl and sticking it into what I can only assume will be a cured egg at some point. We saw somebody cure eggs in hot sauce. And then, of course, they let it sit in there for a couple days. It cures up. You take the egg yolk out. Then you spread it over toast and you have a hot sauce cured egg yolk. I like butter myself, but egg yolk's a little bit more magical and rich. So that's everything that's happening tonight. Be sure to take part in the chat room poll. Have you ever cured egg yolks before? 86% saying no currently. And Guy the Cooking Sam saying, Greg, you have to stay off TikTok. I would, but this was on Instagram, so I'm safe. It's much more believable and truthful on Instagram than on TikTok. Question everything on TikTok. It's Chinese. I've heard stories about what TikTok looks like if you are living in China. China. Or if you're living here in the States. We're not going to get into that. It's not a political show. But I trust Instagram way more, of course. So let's start here this evening. And I was heartened, very happy to get a number of emails in support of the show last week. Now, it does appear that I have turned a number of you into podcast audio snobs, which I am not going to apologize for. However, it does make an easy target when my own bar of expectation is not met. If I'm being honest, I did listen to the shows from last week on podcast during my David Lean's exercise programs in the morning last week, and I thought they sounded... Very good. Almost excellent, actually. And yes, there were some delays. Sometimes my voice and my video didn't match up because I was using a completely different camera than what was actually taking my voice and feeding it back into the computer. So there were going to be some time delays, which did happen. But that would have been resolved if I would have used the laptop camera instead of the show camera. So given how I connected into the show in order to do a show last week, I was happy that the workaround was by and large a success. I was happy with the audio quality and of the audio quality of my guests, of course. And yes, I'm happy for those of you who decided to give me some because I wasn't blowing across the Internet in my usual fashion. We are all audio snobs together now. Congratulations to us. We should demand that the bar be raised on things we like to listen to. By the way, the microphone that Bob used last week is still currently on sale at Sweetwater.com for 55 bucks. You get the microphone, the stand. It's a dual. Uh, it's a dual microphone, so you can connect USB or XLR. 55 bucks the same microphone that Wes Wright is going to use in the next segment. Listen to how good he sounds. So if you've been thinking about it, you want to raise the level of your game, go to Sweetwater.com and search that Samson, the letter Q, the numeral 2, the letter U, and then buy it. 55 bucks. Give me a break. Before we get to Wes, since 1991, the National Barbecue and Grilling Association has been the voice of barbecue and grilling helping members network and learn from proven professionals. New owner and leader, Cal Phelps, looks to take the history of the organization, move it into new heights in 2023 and beyond as they start with our NBBQA annual conference. 
which is currently still open for registration. There's about three days left. You can go to nbbqa.org right now, and it's there on the main page for you to check out further. If you're someone in the business of barbecue, you're looking to stay on top of trends, market your business better, learn from the folks who've done it right, and continue to evolve in a market that itself is ever-changing, then this is a conference you want to take a look at Starts on Wednesday, February 15th, goes all the way through Saturday, February 18th. It's being held at the beautiful Wyndham Orlando Resort and Conference Center in the celebration area of Orlando, if you're familiar with that. So make your reservations now and then take advantage of being around the most successful people in the industry during those four days. Walk right up to folks like Mo Kaysan or Bob Trudnack or Dr. Barbecue. You ever heard of Mark Lambert? How about Tuffy Stone? All will be there. The list goes on. Ask them questions you want to have answered. You'd be surprised at how approachable they are and how they want to help you succeed in the industry because if we all succeed, we all succeed. Rising tide. Once again, it's February 15th through the 18th in Orlando. Go to nbbqa.org for all the information, lodging, pricing, and don't miss out. Again, only a couple days left to register. And if you aren't a member yet, consider joining there as well. Have access to videos and other info in case you aren't able to attend other events during the course of the year in person. All videoed, all right there. And again, the website, nbbqa.org. We are back with Rest Right from cookoutnews.com right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. And this portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well, but we recommend going to the main website first, C-O-O-K-I-N Pellet.com and see what they have available for you. Smoke-wise, pellet-wise, all the good stuff. My first guest tonight will be here the third Tuesday of every month starting in February, which is tomorrow, to talk about the news and stories that are breaking in the live fire industry. The creator of Cookout News Dot com racing to the hotline and welcoming back West Wright. Hey, West, how are you, pal? Good. How are you doing, Greg? I am fabulous. Appreciate you joining me here this evening. And you're not in the typical confines that we would find you in. You are traveling, no less. So where are you at these days? Yeah, I'm in uh, Vegas right now for the National Hardware Show. So this is a show I didn't even know about till maybe three weeks ago or four weeks ago when we were kind of going back and forth on shows that one would attend and you told me you were going to be going to this one. And maybe I've heard about it peripherally, but I didn't really know it was a whole situation, but it has been for any number of years. What do you think about it so far? And by the way, you're not Derek Riches. I just haven't gotten around to changing (laughs) your name. Yeah, no, this will be my first time attending, but um, I it got on my radar because it's where Camp Chef unveiled their Apex hybrid grill last year. Um, so it seemed like an interesting show to go to. It's it's pretty wide in, in terms. It's for all 
hardware, you know, so it's not just focused on, you know, grills or outdoor cooking. Uh, but it seems like there's quite a few um, companies that are going to be there and I'm, you know, excited to go walk around tomorrow. Are you doing the butter candle as 2023 has turned? You're going to do that trend? I, I don't, you know, I, I like fondue. That's essentially what it is, right? Just a different way to do fondue. But uh, I, I don't see myself doing that. No. no. All right. How about this? The YouTube poll of the week is, have you ever cured an egg? 89% of people voting on YouTube currently saying no, which means 11% have. Do you cure eggs? Egg yolks, I should say. No, never tried that no, either. All right. Did you know you can crack an egg in a bowl, reach in with your fingers and pull the yolk out and it doesn't break? Um, I, I think I've tried that when I've made egg white omelets. So yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty uh, durable. I had no idea that they were so robust. But uh, John Solberg, uh, also from Michigan, did it on Instagram today because he saw it on Instagram, immediately thought it was horse crap. And decided to put it to the test and took a video of it. And you see him reaching right in there and pulling that egg yolk out. So I learned something new today that's going to be immediately implemented into my cooking repertoire. Uh, immediately, probably starting tomorrow. So uh, very happy to see that. Brio launches a heat deflector for their, what I call, something like a solo stove fire pit fire pit. Good product or gimmick product? Oh, I think the heat deflector makes sense. Uh, you know, it's sound science, I guess. You're taking heat, pushing it back downwards, you know, and it'll radiate out a little bit. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I have a similar product on on my solo stove, and I've had good results. You just have to kind of get the fire roaring to, to really get the full effects of it. But, you know, it, it makes sense, and it does work. I love my solo stove. I told John Maris when he was on last year that I was a huge fan way before it even got popular. I was on this thing mostly because it was shiny and round and said smokeless fire pit. So I got it and it pretty much worked as advertised as I had talked about before. The only gripe I have is when you're actually sitting around it, the heat does not as it, if you don't have the deflector, the heat is obviously rising. But in a lot of other traditional fire pits, that doesn't really seem to matter. But on the solo stove, it does seem to matter. So you almost have to stand up to be more thoroughly warmed. I would assume that the heat deflector, this might have been a, a bitch from consumers, and they tried to figure out a way to, to cast the heat down to satisfy that a little bit more, because that's my biggest complaint. Yeah, you know, that's something solo stoves done a great job with, too, is if you tell them what you want for the solo stove, they have a good track record of making accessory for it. You know, the heat deflector is a great example as people said they wanted something like that. So they created it. And I think their last few accessories that they've come out with have all been based on customer feedback, which is great to see in a company. Wes Wright joining us here on the show, cookoutnews.com, his website posting early and often news and releases and product reviews. So if you're not visiting there a couple times a week, you certainly should be doing that. Also in the news over the last handful of weeks, a guy by the name of Denny Bruce becomes the new CEO over at a pizza oven company, let's call it. So if you're nerds like us, you've probably heard of either Gosney or Rockbox or a combination of those two names. Um, Gosney saw growth last year. 
And I'm wondering how you see Denny fitting into his new role as CEO at Gosling. Yeah, so there's a couple things too to to unpack with that. The uh, they they said in a press release that they saw growth. I I don't they didn't back up what that meant exactly. Like there is that expanding new markets? Is that no you know, layoffs? I don't know what that means. Yeah, because the press release also had a um, year over year revenue growth. The one that they sent me and it was through March of last year, which everybody saw growth through March of last year. So I don't know how the year ended up. Um, I I'm curious just if that the new ceo was a forced thing or voluntary it could go either way and you know i i have no knowledge one way or the other but um there's at least a couple uh board members of gosney that are from traeger for you know i think they backed them early on and, and kind of helped tom gosney show the ropes and you know there's there's two scenarios there that could have played out one you know he seems like a traditional product guy you know he likes being in the business to make fun and exciting products and maybe he didn't want the business end of it and you know that's why he transitioned or you know another time another thing you see a lot is when there's a bunch of board members and your company's not performing the way they want all of a sudden there's a new ceo who's a former board member so i don't know which way it goes on that um you know i i i think that traeger makes products that are pretty you know refined and and people like them so i think it could be a good match for them and gosney to to go together and you know see what they release could traeger buy gosney at some point i i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility mm. you know we'll see i i have no idea obviously yeah. but there there definitely is a connection there even you know gosney expanded to the u.s last year and their headquarters is in park city you know, which is right by where Traeger is. And, you know, like I said, CEO, former Traeger guy. So it, it seems like there's there's a lot of overlap. Keeping with the pizza talk here just for a second, the, the king of griddles, Blackstone, finally came out with their pizza oven. It was on again. It was off again. And, you know, it's finally out there. What do you know about it? Yeah, I was surprised it got released because what's funny is I, I wrote an article like, right before they released it of products that weren't released in 2022 that were supposed to be and on that list was the blackstone pizza oven um last year during you know when everything was going great in the industry they said they didn't they weren't putting out the pizza oven because they didn't have manufacturing capacity for it because they couldn't sell or make grills to sell fast enough mm. So that was the story before then I think they got distracted by their IPO going bust uh, towards the end of August and you know they probably just had to build up supply and maybe had some cash concerns why they just released it. Um, it's, an, it's an interesting product though. Uh, I, I've never you know used one firsthand. I know the the older version of it uh, there's a lot of complaints on forums you know take that as you will about you know some, some quality issues, um, which I believe is why they pulled it off the market. At least that's the speculation. Uh, so, you know, the new one, it, it's, it's nice that it has a rotating stone, a thousand dollars for it is a little steep, maybe, you know, depending on if, you know, what you're going for with, without, you know, like a full dome, um, design, but you know, it, it is a nice, nice unit with, uh, you know, that'll, I'm sure, you know, it probably performs well. So, do you see it adding to the value of the overall company going into the 
the pizza oven space after being so successful in the griddle portion? I, you know, personally, I don't, I think like people that are like Blackstone enthusiasts will buy it, but most people, you know, they associate unis with pizza ovens if they just want something easy, you know, and they're everywhere. You can buy them at, you know, every hardware store out there, I believe in, you know, Williams and Sonoma and all sorts of others, other places. So that's been kind of synonymous and just in general, people I talk to, they own an uni, even if they don't even grill or anything like that, you know? So I, th- I think it'll be hard market for them to break into because it's it's almost like the opposite, you know, where they're so dominant in griddles, so it'll be hard for other manufacturers to break in there. There's a- already existing players in the pizza oven space. What other pizza ovens are you talking about with folks aside from Uni? Obviously, that seems to be the Kleenex of the pizza oven market has been for any number of years. But what other manufacturers or brands out there are you talking to folks with? Um, you know. Back on Gosney, I've heard that their dome is doing pretty well. Um, I know a, a large retailer I talked to said he was expecting those to sell quite a bit uh, this year. Um, you know, I feel like there's so many pizza ovens out there. It's it's be, after you get through like Uni and Gosney, um, the Solo Stove Pie too. I know that they've sold a bunch of those. If you listen to their earnings calls, they were happy with those, and it even made. Oprah's like favorite things list. <laughs> so that, that was good for them for sales too. So, um, but I, you know, I, I, there's a lot of great pizza ovens out there. And I think this, this summer it's going to be huge for, for pizza ovens in general. I think back in the day, it wasn't like that at all. I think you had uni and that was about it or, uh, well, you had uni and then you had the thing that you had to import from Italy. It was $10,000, you know, the huge dome, yeah. like, you know, Everybody had to come over and assemble it properly at your house. You had to cure it, all this stuff. And then maybe over the last uh, seven or eight years, you've seen available in the pizza oven market with what you've seen in the barbecue pit market for the last 20 years, where you have a a range of entry level that are really good. You have mid-level in the thousands that are really good, and then you can go all the way high end. So you can get a you know ten, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand dollar jambo pit or more. You can get a ten thousand dollar, fifteen thousand dollar pizza oven. It's going to be cream of the crop, best of the best. But there is now a wide range for people to choose from and that fit their budget. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many pizza ovens to choose from, and also all the grill companies pretty much have pizza oven accessories. You know. Weber has one. Um, Big Green Egg came out with a wedge recently for their uh, Big Green Egg to to help make pizza ovens. Um, Traeger announced one when they announced the Timberline last year that hasn't made it to market. I don't know why. Maybe that's you know a cash problem. But uh, you know, pretty much every every grill company has a pizza oven accessory, or you know, there's any if you just type in pizza oven on Google or in Amazon, there's no uh, shortage of choices. Well, from a pizza oven insert uh, market, Green Mountain Grill is the one that really started that by ripping the guts out and slamming yeah. that thing on the top of the fire pot and away you go. I have one in my house. Uh, we use it all the time. It's absolutely fabulous. Plus, you can do high heat in it. You can do steaks. You can put some grill grates in that thing and away you go. So multifaceted. Weber, let's transition. Weber suffered last year, obviously, in a number of fronts. But they're bringing an electric grill to market here in 2023. So this would make roughly three major manufacturers doing something electric. The Weber Lumen. Is this full-sized? 
No, it's it's another portable grill, which mm. surprised me. I really thought it was going to be a full size grill. Um, and I, do they think it's a full size grill? Because I wrote on their Instagram page when they were promoting it, when's the full size one coming out? And they said available on the website, and it was just the same one they were showing. Yeah, they might be a little confused that you can buy a. There's like a plastic cart that it can <laughs> sit on. I think it's like 150 bucks. So maybe they're calling that a full size. But I, I didn't understand it because they already have the Pulse, which is an electric grill that has a lot of the same capabilities. It doesn't look as nice, I'd say, and it doesn't have that um, that unique grill grate design where you can you know have a smoker box and you can steam and things like that. Even though I don't see people using quite all of those, but it you know I just didn't understand the kind of the fit within their lineup to release another portable uh, electric grill. What's right? Joining us here on the show, cookoutnews.com is the website. Weber's also bringing the Smoke Fire Sear Plus to market. Maybe I've added too many names on that thing, but it's a newer version of Smoke Fire. What's the difference or what makes this new in this version? Yeah, so I, I've kind of read up and down what it is, and maybe I'm missing something, and you know, maybe <laughs> one of your listeners knows better, but to me, it just looks like a new grill grate design. So, uh, you know, that they promise a better sear off of. That's all I could pick up from it. You could accomplish the same thing by just using some cast iron or some, you know, a grill grate product. And so I, I don't I don't really understand the innovation there. What's the fascination with hmm, is the fascination or the concept from Weber trying to really deliver the both sides of the coin thing for pellet cookers. It can do low and slow, but it's also going to get just as hot as the Genesis or a spirit grill. They want that in a, in a cooker, but fired by pellets. Yeah. Well, you know, those are the two biggest complaints that you see about pellet grills. And it, it seems like companies are trying to figure out both sides of it. One with the hybrids to fix the, you know, not enough smoke complaint and then either figuring out ways to make it hotter or, you know, pit boss uses that flame broiler effect to, for searing. Uh, I mean, I cook on a qu pellet grill quite a bit, love reverse searing. I never have trouble with it when you just throw some cast iron in there. You just, you know, it's like 30 bucks off Amazon to get some lodge and it, it sears. I, you know, so I, I kind of don't understand that complaint. Just Prowls was on the show a couple of weeks ago and she said she has, she's reaching her limit of trying to have these pellet cooker companies come out and, and saying they're delivering the all-in-one solution. When in reality, use the pellet cooker for low and slow to you know medium heat smoke roast, if you want to put a term on it, but then also have a grill, have a charcoal grill, have a gas grill, have a hybrid grill, have an electric grill, whatever you want, but have a multitude of different cookers. Maybe you don't live in a house where a wife or your lover or whatever is going to allow you to have more than one. So you're trying to cure everything with the best option available. But otherwise, if you're just a normal human, why not have a smoker and a grill? That's how my cousin told me to get into it in the first place. And it hasn't steered me wrong. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think a lot of the grill companies are kind of thinking along those lines. Um, you know, you talk, you see them talk about rather than 
you know, they're, when they were worried, especially over the summer about there not being enough demand for grills, they started looking at what their market size was and they were talking about, okay, well, people could have two grills or more, but you know, which maybe in some instances, but also, you know, it's not crazy to have a pellet grill and, you know, a griddle, you know, or a pellet grill and a pizza oven. Or, so I, I think it's, it's definitely an option out there and it makes a lot of sense. And especially, you know, if you just get a basic gas grill, it's not too cost prohibitive. Uh, so then you can accomplish everything you need without forcing it all into one device. I don't want to get into a whole other line of topics here because we're going to be running out of time, but we'll push over a little bit. Just to tie a bow on the smoke fire, I mean, really from the beginning, it seems to be the biggest haphazard product that Weber's ever launched. It, doesn't, it never seems to get out of its own way. It always wants to be something that maybe it's not going to be. And for the amount of time they didn't get into the pellet cooker market where they could have laid backs. They see what everything, that's how they were selling it up front. We've laid back. We've seen where everybody's complaints were and what everybody was applauding. And now we're delivering this thing that's going to meet those needs. It will exceed what everybody liked, but it will also raise the shortcomings that everybody was talking about on pellet cookers. This thing just never seems to win at, for whatever reason. Do you follow the same mindset? Yeah. I, I don't know anyone that has one or has used one, to be honest. It's... I, I don't see them out at, at stores and it just seems kind of like an also ran product. Um, and you know, I fear they're kind of doing the same thing with their griddle that they announced for next year too. It's like, okay, everyone loves griddles, so we'll make a griddle, but there's not really that much different about it. Just like, you know, their pellet grill is, you know, I'm sure it works fine, but it, you know, it's just when you, th you don't necessarily think of that when you're like, okay, I want to buy a pellet grill. There's a lot of names that come in your head before you get down to the Weber, you know, smart smoke fire. And I don't think they're going to resolve that issue. All right, Wes. So I'm going to release you and let you run the streets of Las Vegas. You have shows or tickets to a show later this evening. It's only uh, 730 out there right now. So I assume there's nonsense and Tom Fuller. It's going to be happening in Sin City. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to to figure out my uh sleep and eating schedule right now. <laughs> right. I got I get no sleep ever cuz I have two little kids and so I'm like <laughs> up early and now I'm like okay, I got to eat dinner again, I think. I don't know. So I'm I'm trying to navigate that and, you know, hopefully I can stay up late enough where it makes sense. All right, so Wes will be on ongoing third Tuesday 35 past the first hour. We will recap what the hardware show was like plus I have a whole rest of the agenda that I wanted to get to as well, but lots of good stuff. Wes, always appreciate the time and we will look for you in February. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You got it. It's Wes Wright, cookoutnews.com. In the center of Sin City. So if you are looking to get interviewed, if you have some news to break, Wes is the guy you want to touch base with, cookoutnews.com. And if you haven't visited his website yet, I know I say it each and every time, but maybe you guys aren't listening to me and gals. Visit cookoutnews.com three times a week. Put it in your calendar, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. See what he's releasing. It's shocking a lot of the time. It's surprising some of the other points in time. It's educational, those other points in time. So well worth a visit. And looking forward to doing monthly segments with Wes Wright, who has his finger on the pulse. All right, we are open next segment. So if you want to jump in with an email, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. 
and I will read you on air. Pits and Spits has the best-looking, best-cooking smokers and grills. Pits and Spits offers a full family of products, including traditional offset smokers, wood pellet grills, charcoal grills, travel grills, combination pits, fire pits, and much more. They've been the only American fabrication shop that's focused on smokers and grills for almost 40 years. 4-0. Why is that important? They're able to put an emphasis on quality and design, locally sourced materials, and unmatched attention to detail. From fully welded barrels to the heavy gauge steel, they bring both function and beauty to life. Pits and Spits builds every product with the intention that it's going to get passed down for generations to come. Whether you're a competition barbecuer or you just want to take barbecue and grilling in the backyard of the next level, there's a product for you. Check them out at pitsandspits.com slash bbqcentral. That's Pits, P-I-T-T-S, and A-N-D, Spits, S-P-I-T-T-S, pitsandspits.com slash bbqcentral. And use promo code bbqcentral after you accumulate $500 or more in checkout. You'll get a free spice pack sent along just for doing that. Once again, it's promo code bbqcentral when you accumulate $500 or more in your cart by visiting pitsandspits.com slash bbqcentral. We are back right after this. Stick around. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. We thank Wes Wright from cookoutnews.com for joining us last segment. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, Fireboard Pro, Fireboard Spark. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the red, white, and blue hoo-hoo tooths. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're locked because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. I actually use it when I use the Fireboard, and it works. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com. Call 816-945-2232 with any questions. Ask for Ted Conrad. Maybe he'll jump on the phone with you and... Talk about whatever it is you are looking to talk about. So there are some emails and show feedback emails that I didn't get to in the show open that we'll start with here. So once again, if you want to jump in, I have no way for you to actually talk to me because Clubhouse is out. That software program Club Deck that I was using, at least on my computer, I know some of you have it at least on my computer, started crashing and it was making my other monitors do weird things. It felt all sorts of glitchy and hacky and gross. So I uninstalled that bitch and that's it. I have no way of getting the audio onto YouTube or taking calls or anything like that, interacting that way. thought about maybe going back to Skype, but Skype isn't just widely accessible for everybody to get on. You have to get an account and this and that and the other thing. I guess you have to get a Clubhouse account too, but Skype just seems so outdated and non-user friendly anymore. When back in the old days, Skype was everything. It was the best thing ever. It was the only way I had guests on. It was the only way I called guests. 
And then Microsoft got it, and they really fucked it all up. Shame on them. Anyway, Dennis in Colorado writing in, Greg, awesome recovery and hell of a job bringing us the number one barbecue and grilling show last week. You might want to get another pet in order to help with those cats like a dog that might eat them. I can't, Dennis. Great idea. You know I can't. There's women in this house that like the cats. This man didn't all of a sudden wake up one day and go, you know what I need in my life? I need cats. I didn't do that. Women did that. And I live with women and I live with cats. Janet in Oregon is writing in, Greg, I love the embedded correspondence segment each month and was sorry to see John not there last Tuesday night. I hope he's doing well and will be healthy enough for a reappearance in February. However, you, Doug, and Rusty did a great job as always. I love Rusty's always positive attitude and Doug's maniacal laugh. But John is definitely my favorite. Love the show. Regards, Janet. Janet, thank Well, looky here. We have a celebrity in the YouTube chats. It's Brad Robinson from Chud's Barbecue. Unless that's one of his fabricators or co-workers that's running his YouTube chat, but I'm going to guess it's Brad, so happy to have him in for as long as he is coming in here this evening, listening to our nonsense. King, King, King in New Jersey is writing in, Greg, I have been a big Bob Trudnack fan from way back. It's great to see him spreading his wings and doing his own thing versus being confined to the wantings of the barbecue guru. I hope to take a class from him and Big Mo Quezon this year. I'm still on the fence about NBBQA next month, but it's a definite maybe. Love the show. Podcast listener only. Regards, King. King, appreciate you writing in. Glad you like Bob Trudnack. I have been a longtime fan of Bob Trudnack, even in the confines or the wantings of the barbecue guru before that sale happened. And now I think Pit Boss owns barbecue guru at this point they were the law you know my love affair with bob trudnack and the barbecue guru they don't talk to me now because they're owned by somebody else i've tried to salvage salvage that relationship but at this point it's unsalvageable but all the way back to when the show started in 2006 as a podcast only the first advertiser on the show was the Barbecue Guru. Then they were first to jump on the live show. So I have a long-standing love affair with Bob, Shotgun Fred originally, then Bob, and obviously all the folks at the Barbecue Guru. So I hope you do take a class from Bob. I would love to get your feedback from a class that you take King, if indeed that is your real name. But I appreciate you listening and writing in. So as you have noticed... Let me get you up to speed here. While we attempted to do a show that, well, I mean, we did a show. We didn't even attempt to do it, but we did it. It wasn't the way I would normally do it. And if you're just tuning in for the first time ever and you're wondering why I did it one way last week and another way this week, it's because at some point before the show last week, one of these great cats that I was just opining for took a leak on my mixer, my audio mixer, not my KitchenAid stand mixer, like my audio mixer, pissed all over it, 
shorted out the XLR inputs, or at least the main ones, which would be channel one, this mic. So it shorted out all the mechanical inputs. However, evidently the cat pee didn't seep all the way in to the mixer itself because it was still showing up as an audio card. So what did I do? Didn't want to cancel the show, got the work laptop out, connected in as a guest, used this microphone through an interface, used the regular show camera, which also then caused the lag in lips to sound at points during the show, which some of you mentioned. And here we go. The mixer. So then we had the show and there you go. Well, I'm trying to find a Behringer XR18 digital mixer. I go, of course, to Sweetwater.com. It looks like they have them. I'm getting ready to hit the buy button. It says, well, out of stock, have more coming soon. So I called my sound engineer, Tommy Heil, and I said, Tommy, when is the XR coming in? June. Get that big stuff out of here. It's the middle of January. June is not going to cut it. So what am I going to do? I'm certainly not going to do six months of shows the way I did the show last week. That's good in a pinch every so often. And by every so often, I mean like once every five years. We're not setting up the show like that for months in a row until the containers come in with XR-18s. Well, I jumped on, on a place. Man, you know, the more I think about it, I get kicked off a lot of places. I hate YouTube. They hate me. It's a long-running hatred between us. It runs evenly down the road. They hate me as much as I hate them. eBay also hates me. They kicked me off for no reason. By the way, I'm not some psychopath that says, it's never me, it's never me. I didn't do anything to eBay. But they kicked me off. So now I have to go on as a new user. I'm right on eBay making a new account. And I immediately search Behringer XR18 digital mixer. Two come up. Two. So I'm like, wow. One of them is coming from Japan. That's not an option. Plus, it's $1,300, almost double what the retail cost is. I'm not buying watches on the secondhand market here. I'm buying a digital mixer, right? So. I'm not going to buy that one. Then there was this other one, 640 bucks, listed by this guy, uh, Josh, on eBay. And so he had a uh, make an offer button. So I hit the contact seller button, dropped him a note, said, hey, I'm really interested in this mixer. And it says make an offer. What will you take? Let's just forego all the nonsense. What are you going to take for the mixer? Maybe we can put a deal together right now. I'll do the I'll do the make offer. You accept the offer. I'll offer what you tell me, this, that, and the other thing. And he said, hey, appreciate your frankness. And my dad told me don't take anything less than X. I'm selling it. It was his. He just passed away. And, you know, that's why it's up on eBay. So I... Email him back and give him a little bit of my story. We build a little bit of a friendship. 
And then all of a sudden the deal is done. I said, hey, would you mind taking it to whatever UPS store you have on your Saturday and overnighting it to me? I'll pay the extra money to overnight it so I have it here. Hopefully it shows up Monday. But even if it shows up Tuesday today, which it did at 930 in the morning, I'll have enough time to try and plug it in. The odds are, because of how this is set up and what I have plugged into it, what I need to download onto it to make it potentially operational, it'll only take 10, 15 minutes for me to know if we got a show tonight or not. So deal's done. 24 business hours later, a lightly used, newer than what I had, XR18 shows up this morning, and we are doing it live. We'll do it live. That's right. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Now we're doing the show in the normal way. And when I say normal way, I mean the highest audio currently available anywhere online. So Josh from Connecticut, I'm so happy to have made your acquaintance Friday night. And I don't think your dad's mixer could have found a better and more appreciative home than this one here at the Barbecue Central Studios in Bomb City, USA, because I understand the beast that this thing is and... I also know the pain of trying to get a new one, which is completely impossible. You have Sweetwater telling you that June or later are when the new ones come in. So finding this one the way I did, a treat to say the least. So we dedicate this segment to Josh, who just happened at this particular time in life listed his dad's XR18 digital mixer from Behringer that I needed and was not going to be able to find. This time last week, as I'm muddling through the show, I'm trying to figure out how the hell am I going to do a show for the next five months? At best, at best, it couldn't have, it couldn't have gone on like that. It just couldn't have. So, Everybody knows I'm no religious guy. I don't think there was divine intervention. I think our timings met up here where Josh listed something. His dad had it. His dad's passed away. Finds a good home to me. A sound guy who's appreciative of something like this. We'll put it to good use for years to come. Now I just got to figure out a way to protect this damn thing from cat piss. Thank you, Josh. And by the way, that's segueing me into this question. Is there anybody out there? And I am saying this with peace and love. Peace and love. love. Peace and love. Is there anybody out there that can help me with my cat pissing issues? Killing is not an option. We've stated this already. It's not a viable option in my current situation. But I... I don't I have a I have an idea of which cat is doing this, but I can't prove it. And if I can't prove it, the only option in my brain is to kill all of the cats to make sure that 100% of the issue is eliminated. But again, that's not an option, and I can't specifically say that it's the orange cat or the two tuxedo cats or whatever the other one is. Four cats I have a 25% chance of being wrong or right. Those aren't great odds where I'm coming from. So if anybody's a cat expert, if anybody has any idea, look, nothing's changed at my house ever. 
since I've moved here in the last two and a half years. It's not like we've introduced other animals or I don't even know. But if somebody, you know what Alan F says in the instant chat, set up a trail cam. You know what? I've thought about that. I'm not going to lie. I thought about setting it up right where they've been recently relieving themselves and trying to figure out which one. But even then, so then I know which one's doing it, but then what am I going to do? I still can't do what I want to do. So the better solution here is if somebody's a cat expert that really knows how cats operate, because I don't and I don't care to. How do I get them to stop pissing around this side of the house or anywhere in the house? What the pissing in my house? Tom Dickey, put a door on the studio. No one's allowed in there. My wife said we should build a wall. I don't want to invest in that. I know, I know. You pay $700 for a new mixer. You don't want to put a wall up in there? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to do that. I want cats. I don't want cats that pee in my. I want. I don't want cats that pee in my house. That's what I want. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue has a great idea. In fact, it's so great. I will put this for the rest of you to see. Beat up a fake cat in front of the suspect, yank its head off, and I guarantee that they will never pee on anything again. Joe, that is how you get in the nominations for Barbecue Central Show's Guest of uh, guest Hall of Fame. Right there. Because you are a guest. You're a recurring guest this year, quarterly. But saying things like that, that puts you on the short list of getting nominated, Joe. Very good. There's a story I could tell you about my kids as they were growing up that roughly teeters on something very similar to what Smokey Joe's Pit Barbecue is suggesting. I'm not going to talk about that here, but if you ever meet me in person at some point, we might talk about that. Primo Grilled. Let's see. You know what? I'll do that here as we come out of break. Anyway, plenty of other stuff to get to. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Welcome back. This portion of the show is brought to you by me and Primo Grills. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We also love that you can get rip-roaring hot and grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers, the ability to do true two-zone cooking, support to both professional and backyarders cook alike. Why? Because it's the best way to manage a fire. However, getting a two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grills and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute a two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the ability to execute 60 different ways to cook on. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. They have a bunch of accessories as well, like Primo Grill rotisserie and the Primo Grill pizza accessory, the half pan, the full pan the rib rack, 
all that good stuff. Only sold through dealers. So find one near you at primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com. Here's the bottom line. Best ceramics in the biz. Yes, patented technology. Yes, true two-zone cooking capabilities. I mentioned it in the open. Do they have multiple sizes of ovals? You know it. Go to a dealer near you. Find one, primogrill.com. Visit that dealer. See the different sizes of ovals. Fall in love with one. Take it home. Have it forever. Primogrill.com. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Alan F. also weighing in. They have spray scents cats don't like. Alan, great idea. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be spraying something on the $700 mixer. I should build like a... See, even my... Even the ideas I'm coming up with off the top of my head right now, these cats, they're cats. If I put up like a fake windbreak, it'll it'll push it over, it'll jump over it, it'll figure out a way to worm its scurvy little paw in between, get where it wants to be. Man, I'm telling you. Something has to be done about these cats. Not the least of which is finding out which cat is currently the issue. That's number one. And then number two is going to be going forward. How do we keep them away without building a wall in the studio? Alan, am I going to not appreciate the set too? Is it also going to keep me out of my studio? I'm willing to make that sacrifice, but... In the end, I would rather not be offended as well. Uh, uh, all right. Here we go. Bill Rempy, my dad. Rent small space. Move the stuff. Send me the bill. I'm not moving. No way. They make covers to put over mixers. Had one to put over big mixers in a band when playing bars. Hmm. Even with all the bikes and everything put into it, Ron? That might be the best option yet. Right now, I have a blanket that I'm going to drape over it so the cat can pee on the blanket. Yeah, Jeff, send me a trail cam and send me a Byron at the same time. <laughs> send me a Byron for your place. Uh, Ron saying that you can put the cover on uh, while you have everything inserted. Well, that might be it. I'll have to look and see about that. Is there a specific brand that you recommend? Ron, email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. We can take this off air. All right, we are going to step away out of the cat nonsense. We'll regroup. We'll talk some live fire here in the second hour. But we will be going open segment as we close the show, so you never know. We might circle back around to cat stuff yet. If you haven't had enough cat stuff, I could also read a few passages from this. I could pee on this. Guy the Cooking Sam remembers that one. He makes reference to such a book every now and again. But I have it. We have plenty of passages that we could get to if we want. But again, Ron... Email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. I assume there's a third-party company that makes this stuff. Guy, the cooking Sam, kill all the cats. They'll lock us up and throw away the key. 
Golfers, you idiot. Right. Get that big stuff out of here. Let's refresh libations and point to the second hour. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.